Today I have the pleasure of chatting with a longtime friend of mine. Uh, we are, we've been pounding the streets of Hollywoods back in the day. I almost slipped there and that was going to sound weird because, you know, anything that comes after we've, anyway. Uh, he's stunningly handsome, which is why he gained a lot of work as a model first, then moved in the old TV and film acting world, followed by producing. And then his natural ease on camera has elevated this career as a host, not to mention being easy to look at. I mentioned he's, he's, enormously attractive yet. Uh, Rob's also the executive producer and partner at Making It Media, which has had 11 Emmy nominations already. Uh, and I want to welcome Rob to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, I, I'm super blessed to be here. And uh, to say uh, that we are old friends is an understatement. Uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, it all started about four. The Girl Next Door? God, yeah, I think so. Was it The Girl Next Door? I think so. Man, yeah. was it 14? No. It's, that's, it, it, that's 16 or 17. A long time ago. Yeah, we, we all met uh, an amazing crew, met at the, the Girl Next Door. That We were all, uh, you know, glorified extras yep. uh, on that. And that connected us all to this amazing crew of what I call my Texas slash you know, LA friends and we've all gone on to do our things, but that was, man, that was another lifetime ago. Oh, absolutely. We're going to, we're going to get into that reincarnation because that's what I call it. It's, we, we are, we're completely different humans than we are now. In some um, ways. Yeah. And, sure. and we're, you know, we're constantly evolving. We're always yeah. having this reinvention as we reapproach new things. Um, it's funny. My, my wife still, when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to catch up with Rob. She's like, oh, shaving the chest guy. Is <laughs> Rob and I did yeah. a pilot pack we, of the day, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Rob played my older brother. And uh, one of the things we're having a chat with Rob is kind of a, a talking head style, <laughs> and Rob's shaving all all areas uh, during I, during the show. Uh, look, I was trying to play your older brother. We had a match, you know the yeah. uh, the hairy chest, the, the Italian in me just was poking right. out. <laughs> I know. I don't mind. Mine doesn't poke out much. Um, but yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's where our journey started. We've been, we, it's crazy to see where it all goes, you know, oh my gosh. And, and I think it's a testament to, um, kind of just my philosophy behind the industry now and kind of my philosophy of, you know, the, the thing about us is we, we, I don't think we've, we haven't lost a lot of friends along the journey, uh, which is really good. I mean, count on my hands, how many friends, and those are probably friends that, um, that should have been, that should have gone. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, I, I have a new cheers in life where I go, here's to the friends we have, the friends we lost, and the friends we meet along the way, because that is the true sort of meaning behind all this is just the relationships and the connections and the people we meet. It really is the grounding force behind just happiness. Um, mm. You know, it's not the amount of work we get or awards we win or things we do as, as much as you think it is. And then you get to that point and you go, okay, got it. Yeah, uh, it, it's these relationships we build. So uh, super blessed to be here, man. It's that Jim Carrey reference where he says, I, I wish that everyone could get this level of success so they could realize that that's not at all what it's worth. Yeah. Although having no success also hurts. Yeah, sure. It does. You know, I, 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 I always <laughs> say, uh, you know, I, I have my own version of all that stuff. But yeah, 100%. I want to hear it. That's what we're here for today, Rob. I want, I want to hear your perspective because since the day we've met, you have always been one of the most positive human beings I've ever met. There is never, I've never had a conversation with you that, that I left feeling down. I, I have always been uplifted by you, no matter what the conversation has become. 
one and, and I think part of that is one <clears throat> I've always had the perspective of like I'm gonna figure it out even if it's bad it's gonna work itself out but you know I would say I've tried my best to hold on to that to that mindset to that ability to basically always be positive um, the more employees you have the harder that gets um, but at the end of the day like it life is what you make it to an extent, you know, and that was kind of even at, you know, I would say I was at my lowest of lows, uh, in my, in my life, uh, about two years ago, about a year and a half ago. And, and that, and that's what really challenged me and really forced me to create my, what, where does this all come from? Why am I doing what we're doing? Why am I here? What is an artist's journey? What does success look like? What is, and I really just started having that deep conversation with myself. And that's when I decided I was going to do something I probably should never do is write a book. And that's when I wrote my first book, uh, which was making it an artist's handbook to career and mental success. And it was a heavy emphasis on mental success yeah. because uh, that's kind of was the, the journey I was going through, you know, and, and I think um, granted, Jim Carrey and him getting to that level of success is far different than I've ever gotten to. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like I, I had to shift it all to get back to that person that was always happy because that's who I, I am. I, I am a happy person. And, 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 and that's and that's what I had to find my way to get back to and realizing and, and change some things for myself again because I was losing it. You know, I think and it's a similar real. journey, though, you know, like, I mean, you think about someone like Jim Carrey and he hit that he hit the same you know, different, different type. Sure. He had millions in his bank when he hit that, that rock bottom, but I think he hit the same kind of wall. I think we all, all of us that finally have that perception shift that have that moment of like, holy crap, is, is this worth it? This, what I hate to even use the word, but this struggle I've always, every time I've heard someone talk about, yeah, you got to struggle, you got to grind. And I'm like, God, that just sounds so painful. But do I? Right. Like why? Well, you, well uh, you know, I agree with that, but I also disagree with the portion of, do you have to struggle? Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. At the same time, we, we hold on to this lingering effect of the people around us finding success. And then we always say, well, when's my turn? When's my shot? When's, when am I up? Uh, the answer is one of two things. Maybe never, maybe someday. Yeah. And And the baseline to that is, maybe never or maybe someday the baseline is of the things you can't control when is my turn and so that was what my book was all about there's yeah. a huge fundamental shift in the concept of when is my turn next well your turn's next when you put the work to make something that is your turn right. and so making it in this industry as an artist as an entrepreneur as a creative is no longer about um money, awards, accolades, how many roles I booked, that that is a, a baseline of the true meaning of it is as an artist or whatever you want to do, making it as these ideas that we have in our head. And, and you're the only one that has these ideas as whether you're a singer, a writer, a director, a podcast, whatever it is, you have these ideas. I want to go do this. Making it is so simple. Making it is taking that idea making it something tangible, finishing the project. And then once you have it, I just did my podcast. I'm like, oh, let me hear it. Oh, here it is. 
it is actually no longer a place or a thing that is reached, making it as a tangible product that you've created that you made it. I made this, here it is. And every time you make something, you've officially accomplished your job as an artist was to create something that did not exist and then now you are in it. And that's what making it is. That's the baseline of it. Everything else is a byproduct of you making the things over and over and over again. Like a guy who buy, builds his first house, he's probably not great at it. Builds 20 houses, he's getting better at it. And that's the baseline. And I think we, we forget that and we lose that. We always want the money and we want the, the roles and the this and the that. But what can you do within your ecosystem to create the art that you want to create? And that's the baseline. Yeah. The other portion of it is I was, having, I was having this conversation with someone the other day that I said, if you are an actor or an actress and you want to, and you want to be on what's a big show, the big bang theory, 10 things need to happen for the big bang theory to be the big bang theory. Uh, and for your success within it of those 10 things, four are in your control, meaning, and, and this is, and you can, add in if you think it's but this is kind of how i broke it down Give one me. you have to have an agent two you have to get the audition so the thing in your control is doing the audition well that's in your control getting the call back doing it again booking the role shooting the pilot and then shooting the series from there it has to go longer than season one it has to go longer than six episodes then longer than season one then longer than season two and then so pretty much of the 10 things four things are in your control that are really uh, you know not nothing about yourself so i i always i always make that joke because at the end of the day you realize that this the in in this industry so many things are out of your control so you better start controlling the things that you could control yeah which is and now even better time than ever with instagram and facebook and all these platforms that you just say, Hey, look, I'm going to make something. So freaking make it. Yeah. But that, that, that was, sorry, that was my rant, but that's my, that's my version right. of, of success and, and what I think the industry is right now. And what are you going to do about it? Yeah. There's, there's so many platforms. There's just so many ways to create. You've got a cell phone that shoots 4k on your hand. You could edit on that same cell phone. There's nothing to stop you from creating things now or just no. putting every thought you have. Yeah. And, and that's also, uh, that's also, you know, a part of, to a fault. I think we're, everybody's leaning towards being viral. How do I become viral? How do I become popular? How do I become this? And I think it's taken away from a little bit of just what we're actually supposed to be doing as creatives. It's like, who am I? What do I want to create? And who do I want to become? It's easy if you want to just say, I'm going to be this person that pranks or does this or does that. That's the easy, that's the easy version of it. Um, still hard. You still have to go out and do it. Yeah. And consistency but, and consistency of doing it. So, but the bigger question is like, who do you want to become and be remembered by? And how do you want to do it? My journey's led me to here where I've done a bunch of other things, but I, even I'm having this conversation with myself of who is, who's the next evolution of who I'm going to be in the world of the worlds. And I know what that answer is. And so now it's a matter of, okay, now go for it and push and be that person, um, be the voice in that sector. And then you become the voice. What do you feel is like your, your kind of daily practice to keep you focused on that goal? So I have three goals. Uh, sorry, sorry, I have three practices. The first practice is um, I, on, at the beginning of the year, it's not even a New Year's resolution. It is my task list. And I write down 12 things, six personal, six business. And 
the six things for business are I'm going to have my company accomplish A, B, C, D, certain number of certain things. And they get progressively harder. And the last one is hard, but not so hard. I know I can't accomplish it, but just enough to where you're, you know, you clench your butt cheeks. You're like, Ooh, can I do that? Can I, just, oh, like, and it's that level because if you set your goals so far out of being accomplished, you get frustrated and you go. So every year I put 12 in there and I see how fast I can knock those 12 out. This year I knocked them out in seven months. And so after seven months, I have another couple of months to go. And so I write down a whole new list that I have to try to accomplish with at the end of the year. So that's the ba- that's the core baseline. Um, yeah. And so that's one. And then I have a, an ever flowing to-do list that gets added on every single day. And then by the end of the week, I try to knock off as many as I can do. And it's, that's one. Um, and then um, the last one is just having a very clear vision of what you want. You know, I think what you want is going to dictate your task list. I know what mm-hmm. my want is now personally. I know what my company's want is. I want to grow this company into becoming the next travel channel. So that's my overarching. Uh, but what does that mean for me as a voice? Okay. So for me as a voice, I know that I want to be the, the voice for vacation rentals. I look in the market of what is out there in the ether, and I don't see anybody being the voice for something that I am organically already doing. So that's mm-hmm. where I go, okay, so how can I be the voice for vacation rentals? Well, I already have my show for about vacation rentals. So what can I do more and more? And that's the evolution. So you have to kind of know who you are and what you want to do, but you also have to kind of uh, make a task list um, and knock them out one at a time. That works for me. I have ADD. So uh, I have to visually see it. And if I see myself falling too far behind, I'm like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I would say that that clarity that you have though is also where you get that inspired action, right? Because you can have, once you figure out what that main goal is, these other set of six kind of clarifies themselves versus like, let me try to figure out what the six and then figure out what the main goal is. You, you can't, it's hard well, to go that route. More, more importantly than clarifying what your main goals are is you have to know what you're trying to accomplish. And does that mean you're doing it by yourself or does that mean that you are building a house with someone else? Mm-hmm. The best thing, the best advice I could ever give anybody, and this is not even advice, this is just if you're building a house, people have been doing plumbing for a lot longer than you've been doing plumbing, so ask for help. If you're trying to write a script, people have been writing scripts a lot longer than you have. Go get help. Or if if your idea is to write a script because you want to make a movie, but you're not good at writing a script, then you have someone write the script. You make, you direct it, you host it, you know what you want to do. And then you bring in your passion will bring in people to make your dream come true. If you do the due diligence, I feel like a lot of people lack the, lack the, um, they're always going to say, I don't have any money. You don't have to have money anymore. Now you have to have money to make a major motion picture. Yeah, sure. But at the end of the day, you're, we have phones, we have editing softwares, we have this, you can create. You think Spielberg had this at his disposal when he was this age? You know, it's like he was, you know, it's like, that's all I'm saying. We have so much technology in our production company. We use a $2,000 camera to shoot our shows and we're winning Emmys. So what's the excuse? Yeah. We make our shows. If I told you what we make our shows for, it is one tenth of what a network show costs. And it's because you just get really good at what you do. That's it. 
you buy into it, you believe in it, you get the right people around it, you do it over and over and over again, and you just, you just, you know, you first time I rode a better. bike, it wasn't good. It took 20 years. <laughs> but you can pedal now. I can pedal. <laughs> for what I know, you know. So. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, my, um, I don't remember if you remember a buddy of mine, AJ Rome, but his, he has a course and a, a program that he's been working and helping people with. It's literally called One Grand Film, which is to focus mm -hmm. of make your film for $1,000. Make, your, make yeah. your first five films for under that money. Figure out how you do it. Make the mistakes. Elevate, elevate, elevate. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and guess what? Ask for help. God, yeah. Everybody forgets that. Ask. And there's so help, much free information. There's beyond free information. And work with people who are way better than you. Yeah. That's, that's the key. Work with someone way the hell better than you. That's the only way you're going to move up anywhere in the industry. Um, and, and believe it or not, people ask me for help all the time. And I go, okay, I will, I will give you the, the I'll, I'll lead you to the water. Now it's on you. Where would you say the, the idea of kind of the manifestation, the visualization comes in for you of, of once you have the, the idea of what it is, do you ever have that practice of let me see myself getting there? Let me get in, in resonance with that, that being. The, the, best, um, the best example I can use is Staycation, uh, the show that we're shooting right now. Our production company makes travel television shows. COVID hits. All my money, everything in my whole life is tied into this, making it media. I go, oh, crap. Small businesses are getting shut down. That's our core. What are we going to do? And the first idea I had was we were looking uh, with my family at staying at a vacation rental. And I was like, wait, these are still open. So the impetus of the idea isn't what it is now but the evolution of your idea grows as you go. And so my first idea was let's do a show about vacation rentals, but let's do it in a smart way. I had a vacation rental with my family. I want to figure out a create a way, a show that's like shark tank that I could watch it. But while I'm watching it, I could organically make the choice if I want to book this thing or not. That to me is different than million dollar listings and all these other shows because there's fake homes, fake people all about drama. I was on a drama reality show with an ex-girlfriend of mine. And I said, not again. I said, if I'm going to create programming, I want to create a program that helps people in a positive and, and, and is actually like progressively smart. Uh, not that I'm saying that that show is not progressively smart, but it's, it's not the target. The, the target is to like, how much can I beat the other person down until they're beat down enough to where that we get the ratings high enough. And I just wanted to show that just created positivity and created revenue. And I was like, that's smart to me. And so that was the, the idea of the show. And so I started out in COVID just shooting vacation rental homes and uh, the vacation rental homeowners helped split the production costs with me because wow. they got to be on television. I would find local marketing and this and that. And um, I would make a show for 20 grand. And we are now uh, in the third season, full real budgets now um in syndication nationwide uh airing on four different platforms and like you said we've won a bunch of awards but the beginning idea was me willing it to the world and once i created a pilot 
So the cool thing is that the longer you're in the industry, the longest you're in with around creatives, you start to find people that, that are good at the different thing that you're not good at. So I am really good at finding this weird creative thing in my brain and I have a vision for it. And then I have two friends, these guys, Marvin and Neil. And I go, Marvin, I have this idea. And he's a German director, director of photography, creative. And he goes, Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> and we went out and shot the entire episode with, at the time, me and my girlfriend, who was the set, like the sound, you know, and, and doing everything. Uh, and yeah. him. And we shot it. And we and I reached out to a buddy who just started a vacation rental management company at 17 homes. Turns out he's now the largest vacation rental management company in the US, uh, propelled the content to do whatever it is. But at the end of the day, that was it. I willed it to life. I shot a four minute sizzle reel of his home, of what it looked like, and it was exactly what I thought. And then I locked in one home, then locked in two homes, and then I had a city. And I was on the call. I you know, where I'm at in my career right now is there's no ego to this. Yeah. I was on every single phone call. I'm talking to every single cast member. I'm talking to every single person. I'm locking in. I'm getting sponsors. I'm getting the network. I'm doing this. I'm doing it because I don't care how big you get. You have to will it to life. And I willed it from nothing. And that saved the company and turned the company around. And then that brought it in. And you know, our, our other portion of the company really came back up. But it's just you have to freaking will it. And every single person that tells you differently got eat, got lucky, got a home run, but yeah. it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. You know, you have to really like this industry. Yeah. Uh, you have to really love what you do. And the reward system is, the reward system is, is this, the reward system is sitting down with you and going like, oh, looking back and holy crap, I did do all this so far. I did do all this 20 years ago, we were on set. If if you and I were sitting on that set 20 years ago and you're like, Rob, in 20 years from now, you're going to do this. And I'm like, Dean, 20 years, you're going to have this. What would you say? You'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> so why is it in the present we can't be happy with that? That's the real question. What's Where's your reward system for yeah. creating this podcast? Where's your reward system for doing that? And that's just... It sounds stupid, but that's just waking up and brushing your teeth and looking in the mirror and be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I love you today. Good job. Let's go kick ass. And and the more you do that to yourself, the more you have these moments. Like, my biggest reward system was a month ago when I finished another project I was working on and I sat down and I got the, the book in from Amazon. I opened it up and I just skimmed through it and I just said... Fuck, good job, Rob. Because the the validation from the outside world doesn't mean anything. Nah. It does, and and interesting that if the book sells one copy or a thousand copies, it's probably just my family buying it. It is what it is. Like you just had a book. You just wrote a book. Yeah. You know, and, and so so you get it. So the idea of it is and and if no one's told you good job yet, good job. Thank you, sir. Because congratulations, by the way. Frankie's note and it will be coming out not too long, huh? Probably getting pretty close. The Frank speaking. Yes, hi, Frankie's note. I don't know if you've seen this. This is no. This is uh, this is my second book. It's a pre. It's like a pre-teen book. Um, the audio also in audio book. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Got to work with an actor directing an audio book, making it come to life. Uh, but it's a story about um, a boy who's turning eleven. And he finds out his dog 
is super sick and is going to pass away. And so he, his family takes him to his favorite pizzeria where this magical owner, Sal, Sal's Pizza, finds out what's going on and he offers him a magic candle to make one wish. And he just says, I, you should maybe wish for one more big adventure with your, with your pup. And he does. And the next morning, the, the dog, uh, Frankie, uh, his best friend for growing up for 11 years, becomes a boy. And they had this ultimate adventure. Imagine you've got to hang out with your dog for one day as a human. They, you know, they conquer their fears. They conquer the bully. They do all these things. But more importantly, they learn that the reason why dogs are so happy all the time is because they're so present. Every time you walk back in the room, every time you just give them food, every time, like they are always just freaking happy the moment you like give them any sort of anything. And the whole concept of the book is, is if you can live life like a dog and be present in every moment, then life will be a little better. It's getting off your phones. And, and actually it was an incredibly cathartic thing for me because I wrote it uh, for um, a very special person. It was actually a, a boy, uh, my, my ex-girlfriend's kid. And it was a very cathartic thing for me because all my character flaws are in, in that I had in that relationship, like being on my phone too much, doing anything. I wrote that into the book. And no That's one will great. ever know except for me. But at the end of the day, um, it's a really magical, fun story about just childhood and getting to hang out with your best friend if it was a you know, coming alive and and also about death. What does that look like? You know, and so there's a whole twist at the end that's uh, has a little twist of magic to it. And so I think that was kind of fun writing something nonfiction. So that's really awesome that you were able to to find the you know, what we call negatives in our own existence to be able to elevate this book in a way that not only does it other people get to try to, you know, learn from that, but it's a reminder for ourselves. You know, we get to every look at that book every day. You see it and go, put that phone back down. I'm here with you. And that's the, that's the thing is like, we've got, we've got so much in this life, but the only thing that we truly really have is the attention. We can give our attention or we can just waste that attention. Whoever yeah. gets that attention. I, I, I'm, there's, I think I've ever had a conversation with someone that I didn't stop talking if they picked up their phone. Mm -hmm. If, if you're not here with me, then I, I don't deserve your attention. Then I don't, I don't want to waste my attention. I would rather do, you know, we, we understand this, this law of manifestation at this point. So why would I want to waste that? And, and it's the biggest yeah. gift I could give. I can't give that to anybody else. Well, and that, and, and, and that, that is, very pointed you say that because that is one of the biggest things that I've been learning and I've been struggling with is not doing this. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because there is employees and this and yeah. that option. And then, and I'm trying to like, and my excuse always was I'm working. I'm, I gotta do this because the voice in my head was telling me, I got to be successful. I got to make more money. I got to do this so I can be the man that's going to provide to be the person that you're going to need me to be. Right. And guess what? The person you need me to be is right here. I will go accomplish those other things. And I will work my time appropriately to accomplish those other things. But, I, but the man you need me to be is here, not in here. And that's been my biggest struggle as a man is understanding that is understanding being present, understanding yeah. being not on my phone. Like I will accomplish work because I will accomplish work because I know I'm going to accomplish it. But when I'm at work, I'm going to be at work. Yeah. And when I'm here, 
you know, and, and that, and that's the, that was one of the character flaws I made in the book was, was I was on my phone interacting with my ex and her two boys. And I was always on my phone and they would, they, they, it got to the point. It was so bad. They bought me a phone jailbox for Christmas. And, and, and if that wasn't a light bulb for me yeah, and I, and I still didn't hear it because in my brain, I was like, I'm trying to provide for everybody. I want to get to this place for you for this. So my intentions were right. Sure. But my actions, and that's just so interesting. The more you grow up, you can be like, my intentions are in the right place, but my actions need to shift because like you said, you're not having, you're not creating the moment you need to create when doing that. So, um, very interesting as we get older and, and you don't think about, you know, we're obviously as, as humans all about our intention and yeah. trying to do it, but you can realize you can still have the right attention and be completely wrong. Oh yeah. And that's when you kind of go, Oh, I mean, you think about, you know, cause you obviously have been doing acting since you were quite young as well. And, and you think about two of the main things that you really learn or that, that we try to master and understand as actors, which really gets us this next level. One presence, if I can truly just be in the moment, I don't even care if I get the lines right. I'm going to be better than everybody in there because I'm here. Yeah. Two, if I can make sure I'm, I'm approaching this character from a place of love and not that other side of fear. Because if I could approach it from love, then no matter what, the intention, even if you're playing the most horrible human in the world, you thought you were doing it for the right reason. You know, I, I want to even challenge that even a little bit more. And this was Go. something I uncovered. And I think there's another word besides love. Mm -hmm. I think everything that we do in life is based off two basic choices. And I think love and and love and fear are, are close. And I think fear is 100% accurate. I think a lot of people misconstrued the word love. That's fair. I think My overall goal is to help people find tools and processes that can increase your health and wellness all while building the life you desire. You all know how important ingredients are to me, and that's why I want to share Organifi with you. I use a lot of their tools, and here's why. All of their products are USDA organic, certified gluten-free, glyphosate residue-free, non-GMO verified, and supported by Vitamin Angels. Everything is sourced from ethical farms and delivered in sustainable packaging. You can go to OrganifiShop.com and use code WESH20 for a whopping 20% off. Now back to the show. And so I look at it with a with a much with a, with a different word and i've been telling everybody this word recently i said as humans we all react off two things fear or pleasure and a basic example i'm gonna go make more money because i'm afraid i can't pay the bills or mm -hmm. i'm gonna make more money so i can go on vacation vacation sounds fun or i'm doing it out of fear because i can't pay my bills and so what's your intention of going to work? And, and that's, and that, and I think when, when I think, when I hear the word love, um, which is accurate, I think yeah. pleasure is part of love. Absolutely. I, 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 I just, I, I was able to like find the word pleasure incredibly more powerful in the sense of everybody can understand why, why am I going to work today? Cause I have to pay bills. Ugh. Okay. Well then when you have a little bit of money saved up, why am I going to work? I got a vacation coming up and I'm going to make a little bit more, you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's it. Like, why am I making this choice? Why am I going to go on this date tonight? Am I going to do it? I'm afraid of being alone and not have kids or am I doing it because I cannot, you know, so it's like these very interesting, it's a pleasure, you know, it's like, 
so that, so that so I agree with you 100%. I just wanted to add on that cuz I think yeah. you know sometimes actors take the word love and they make it this emotional sure. like butterfly feeling. And I think sometimes uh butterflies are misconstrued for just even pleasure. Um, uh, yeah, cuz I think I think a lot of times pleasure and love are are consistently just mismatched or misunderstood and I think that yeah. takes that level of a level of perspective in life till you get to that point of understanding what that is. Cause I think most people have an idea of what they think love is to begin with, yeah. but until you've either truly fell in love with someone that you've, you've, you know, would be willing to give up anything for, to an extent we can get into yeah, those. <laughs> we, we can yeah. get into that. Yes. But it's, hundred percent accurate. Yeah. I mean, or I have a kid, yeah. you know, or a dog, oh. those two things teach, teach you more than you will ever learn in a relationship because having a kid is all on you yeah. and, and having a dog, like you said, that dog is going to love you no matter what you do. You can come home and beat that dog majority of the time. And it's still probably going to wag its tail at least at first when it sees you. Yeah. Before fear kicks in. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and I a hundred percent agree with you. I think that's part of, how we're wired, uh, but you know, relationships are a whole different conversations, especially when you start talking about acting and what's, you know, what relationship are you building with the character next to you? And what is that relationship? And the more, and the older you get, the deeper you get with these dynamics of these relationships because you have to, or, or you don't. Right. And sometimes, and sometimes some of my favorite people on this planet are people that are just like Labradors where they're just like, I don't know. And I love life. And I'm like, Oh wow. Yeah. You, I mean, could go, go you, but, but yeah. yeah, no, I, I think, I think, um, I think the goal at some point, the older you get, I feel like the more work you do on yourself, the more it opens up different things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Part of the reason why I think I was always so happy all the time because I was like, everything works out for me. We're good. Even if but it probably out, helped. Yeah. That was a good it, portion of that kept you rolling as well. Yeah. And then when you life know? got hard, uh, there's one person. Per, <clears throat> when life got hard, there's always one person you can point your finger at. And like, what's the common denominator? And you go, oh, yeah. Mirror. Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. You keep messing <laughs> this up. Every Damn ball. you. Yeah. Damn you, Dean. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that's kind of the journey of where and what and where I've been and what I've been doing. The 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 kid thing you said with the phone. There was a uh, there's a parenting um, thing I follow on Instagram, and one of the ones was talking about you know the kid and phone thing, and they were talking about how how a child kind of builds its hierarchy, and if every time the kid comes to you, you're yeah yeah no 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 I'm gonna get it okay right no that's that's great honey. They start realizing that that becomes the more important than them, so they set themselves at this hierarchy. That has always stuck with me. Almost every time my kid comes in, I'm like, <laughs> almost like someone hit my hand and I'm like, yes, what do you need? <laughs> Which is probably going to turn out to backfire at some point as well. Cause now she's just going to think that she takes my attention every time. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, is there a right and wrong of, of, no. of basically saying like, look, it's, there's no perfect. Mm-mm. There's no even understanding of close of what even perfect freaking means, but you do have 15 years with your kid, 16 years, maybe that, that depending on, on how quick they grow up, 
but you have 15 years to try to be as impactful on their life to set them up to be the best human possible. The first three is just making sure they don't kill themselves, basically. Yeah. And then from there on, it's like, okay. And then the next four, I would say, to really set the mind. Yeah. yeah. And and my favorite line and I is raising kids is basically uh, – the flip side of raising a kid is is when the kids start to realize that the parents are still trying to raise themselves. Like, we're still you just never stop figuring it out. Yeah. And 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 even though you might have one tranche of your thing figured out, like maybe the business side is figured out. Well, maybe the relationship side is figured out. Like, you know, it's always interesting. Someone once challenged me. They said, "Tell me a person that their career." It's always one of the two. It's either your career is being super successful or your relationship is being super successful. A lot of times that, and, and that was an interesting thing. And I was like, name one time in your life, both were doing great. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And, I, and there's probably tons of different sure. people that have accomplished both uh, that don't have ADD. Um, <laughs> there was a Tony Robbins. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was either him or um, Dean Graciosa, one or the other. But there's like a, a circle graph that they show. And it's got all of the different, you know, it's, yeah. you know, family, work, all these different little things. And you go through and you mark from one to 10 where you think you feel like you are in all of them. And when you, you line it all the way around and it literally shows you the diagram of like, oh, holy shit, my spiritual life is pure poop. But, but this is great. What is that? Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, it helps you kind of get an idea of, okay. I need to find this happy medium. And I think that's kind of what we all slowly work towards is, is trying to find this, this level flow of life where we were able to enjoy our, our free time and our work starts becoming a part of our fun time, which I got to say, while, while there's tons of stress that I'm sure you go through, what a hell of a job, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, ha I have to remind myself that all the time. I, and that's part of the, my dream as a kid was to be in the entertainment industry and to travel for a living. And I always, and that's the biggest, that's the biggest mind screw that you have as a, as an, as an artist is you always assume something. I yeah. assumed it would be like Bradley Cooper. I assumed I'd be an actor on set and I would be like traveling and I'd do these roles and I'd do these things. Now that might be an easier setup in the sense of, I don't, I haven't had to do as much payroll and employee work and all this stuff on the back end or grunt or grind my way into Man. doing what I'm doing. But that's part of what it is. If you want something enough, you can will it into existence. Just remember that the idea of what you thought it is, is always going to be different than the actual thing it is. I think that's such a huge lesson uh, as yeah. actors and life. I mean, you, you know, you, that's probably one of one of the other key things I took in, in my career that that really shifted my work was, di what are you what are you diagramming your fucking scene? You don't know how that shit's gonna go. You can prepare for what's already happened. You can prepare yeah. for who this human is and what you're dealing with. But how that scene goes, you better drop all expectation because yeah. if you've already decided how it's gonna go, I can promise you it's not gonna be good. Well, and. And and that's something that I would always commend you on is your preparation, the amount of work you've done for your roles, the amount of roles you've done. You know, I think there was a moment that I lost the passion for acting. I just said, I, I've done it. And, yeah. and I, 
Well, good. There was that moment six, seven years ago where I was like, I'm going to do real estate. I I'm not going to. I had that conversation. I mean, I was, yeah. I'm done. I'm good. I, I, maybe I'm not good at this. You know, and that was like 30, 35 credits in guest star recurrings, like all these things. But I was never the guy. I never got a series that led to wherever. I never, I was surrounded by people who were already on big roles doing things and doing all these things and the comparison thing and this and that. And I just, uh, you know, I, I think that gets most of us, the comparison game, the, the compare and despair of especially us living in, in Hollywood with, you know, Shane West and all, all these friends of ours that are just like nonstop. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do want to compare. It's, it's second nature for humans yeah. to, to see. And now, of course, with social media and everything, that's a whole nother deal. But now we all look at Rob and we're like, God, why? what am I doing wrong? Well, you know, it's the, the best learning lesson I ever had for this. And you don't know. And this is life. Life is three things. Things you know, you know. Things you know, you don't know. Things you don't even know because you don't even know it yet. Love that one. Everything. But the thing I didn't even know because I didn't know it yet is when I had a conversation with my sister, who is obviously she's done very well in the industry. Yeah. And she just I was having a conversation with her and she was talking about acting and she this was she was on a show called Revenge and she was just like, oh, she goes, I, I didn't get a role. I'm not she's like, I haven't even made it yet. She's like, I'm not successful. And I go, what are you? You are one of the top five biggest supermodels ever. You've been on massive movies you're on a show and she goes yeah but like this girl's making it and then she goes yeah but matt damon he's made it like that's a that's a superstar like and 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 i just something went off in my brain i said it doesn't matter the level because the moment she said matt damon i very famously remember the quote that matt damon says i work so much because i never know the day i'm going to stop working and that fear based mm -hmm. mentality that we are is so ingrained into our being because we get rejected so many times and we're told no. And we see in the industry that it's as, as fleeting as anything that that light bulb went on for me that basically just said, Oh, it doesn't matter how much you've done. You still think it's going to go away and you still don't think it's enough because you, and, and so ever since then, I look at what I have and I go, you know what? I have, I'm living the dream. I've willed it into existence with, I mean, I'm getting gray hairs and <laughs> wrinkles and I'm wearing a hat now, but like I have forced it and willed it and pushed it into basically ending a relationship that was the biggest love of my life up to that point in my life to basically say, either follow your dream and move to LA or stay in Santa Cruz and, 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 and get a desk job. Yeah. And I just said, I'm not done yet. I'm not done. And maybe that was the wrong decision or maybe the, the decision was how can I be of service to help people nowadays? And so when I look at the job I do now and I go around the world to show people the best vacation rentals and we help small businesses and do what we do, I always tell everybody we work with, I go, this might be the first and last time you're ever on TV. It's my job to be present and to get a piece of your little world and, and take soak every piece of that in. So when I meet a new person for the first time, they're letting me into their home and I'm learning everything about them. And I get a little nugget of what that life is. 
of who they are and their husband, their relationship and all the money they spent to buy this one house and all of these things. And it's so unbelievably impactful for me because I get just a little, a little clip into someone's world and, and being an empath and I feel it and I go, oh, wow. And listening and then meeting their dad. And I just got back from Denver and I met the girl's dad whose mom just lost her mom. And I have these conversations and there's just the impactful stories that I get. And I just go, oh man, money can't buy this. Awards can't give you that. And having, you know, it's like I'm doing everything I've ever wanted to do. The only thing I could do, could make more money to buy more things, to take care of the people I want to take care of. Yeah. That's it. So I think so, it's similar to, for me, it was yeah. this podcast was, was one of those things that it was like, I'm not, I'm not doing, no, no one starts a podcast thinking, oh, this will pay the bills, right? Like this yeah. isn't sitting in what you expect, what you're going to do it for. I got into it because I was like, man, I get to, I get to catch up with my friends. I get to help one. I get to, I get to help new actors and just humans in general. I think acting has a, a lot of stuff that the everyday human can grasp and use for their regular day lives if they, if they mm -hmm. use it well enough. And, and I, I, I wanted to be able to one, catch up with friends and those friends now get to share their perspective of, of coming up through this, this Hollywood or this world, this life, this stuff we've done, because so many of our friends have just, you know, had amazing lives. They, may not even realize what they've done or how they did it. But think about it. When we were starting off, there was, you didn't have these things. You didn't have any way to go, oh, let me go tune in to, you know, Keanu Reeves telling me how he made it or what he did to get to where he is. This is a way that I kind of get to give back a little yeah. bit. And, and I, like you said earlier, I think all of us have a point in this career unless – and even then, I was going to say unless you've like hit it huge as a, you know, beginner actor and all of a sudden you just got a show but even those guys tend to have a moment later on that they're like i think it's over oh i can tell you 20 of them <laughs> right I talking i was talking to michael b jordan before fruitville station yeah and he was like i quit i'm quitting i'm done i'm i'm done like i can't do it anymore man i'm thinking i'm done i was like nah, maybe i'm not good yeah. And then, but that's also part of the dangling carrot that we all stick around for. Yeah. And I think, and I think, and I think that once you, re once you realize that that dangling carrot is n not the reason you do it, everything else is a byproduct of just doing what you want, doing what's in your head. Mm -hmm. Do that first. Everything else is a byproduct. I mean, and everything else is also a hack. I'll tell you that. True. What you what most people don't understand about this industry, I say seventy five percent of it is smoke and mirrors. <laughs> and and I can tell someone in a in a half hour lecture course of how to create a television show and get it onto a network in a way you didn't ever even knew. Mm -hmm. And I could do it. You know, I I know I have the ability to basically create any show I want and have it air on a certain network in Los Angeles, wherever on CBS, and I could do it. It took a while to get there, yeah. but I know how now to pass that information on to someone else um, and the information out there. I also know how to get people to be successful at winning awards or doing this or doing that. 
at the baseline of it though, unless you start doing the work and spending the energy doing it, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can, you know, just, you should remove should out of your vocabulary. That's the big one I'm working on recently. You know, I really should go to the gym tomorrow. No, I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Like that's the biggest thing I'm removing from my vocabulary is the word should. And once you hear how many times you say should in a day, remember that while you're watching this, if I receive one thing, just watch how many times you say the word should in one day. If you shift that should to I'm, I'm doing it now, or I'm doing it. Most of you, I heard this interesting research. It takes most human beings uh, a week to make one decision in their life. If you can make that decision in two days, what you've accomplished now is you've become a, a very miraculous person in what you can accomplish in a matter of one month. So if you're making four big decisions a month uh, as compared to double that, triple that, and it's, and, and these decisions are like this, I should go to the gym. To, I should go, to, I should eat healthier tonight. I should, I should, I should eat a salad. And the decision is simply a should. Yeah. So if you go, I should say, I'm eating a salad tonight. I'll set, I'll set a, uh, for everyone listening to the podcast right now, I'll set, I'll set a challenge for you. And I do this and I'll do this in workshops sometimes. And usually it's a four week workshop. So in the first week, I'll let you do a little quick meditation and then I'll say, okay, now I want you to take a big deep breath and ask yourself, what is one bad habit that I know keeps slowing me down? And I give them a second, that habit has popped in their head. So most likely right now, if you're listening, there's something that's in your head and you're going, hmm, that is that bad habit. Commit yourself to one month of not doing that habit. Mm -hmm. Commit it. See how that shifts your life. Because when you can do that with one thing, the possibility opens. Until you could do that one thing, the possibility's not there. You don't see it. Your mind can't even up, up understand that that could be, be possibility. And, and, and to attach onto that, mm -hmm. I sometimes feel like I fail at one month all the time because I fail one 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 day. And so I added that. And this is a famous this this is a famous motivational speaker. He goes, "I'm going to do this for one day, one more day." One more day. I'm going to break this habit for one more day. And that's really been working for me because it's like, if I can break this habit for one more day, you very quickly realize how many days you've broken it. And you stop counting how many days yeah. at some point. You go, one more day, one more day. And, and while you're about to do it, just say, one more day, one more day, one more day, one more day, one more day. I love you. 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 Moving on. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. There's no guilt to it. There's no this, there's that. I freaking, you're a good, you know, one more day. And then you fail. Guess what? Right back one at day. it. One more day. One more day. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much built a AA all the way around that, you know? Yeah. That's one it. more day. I mean, it, it, there's a reason. There's a reason why things are built the way they're built. Yeah. AA, you know, it, I, and I'm not comparing to our habits as AA. I'm just comparing sure. us as humans. Everything we do are as habits. Mm -hmm. We developed them from somewhere. And so how have we learned through other groups and other things, regardless of how you feel about it, we've learned that one more day is one thing that you should do. A lot of it is, you know, go to therapy. You should do it. I started. It's yeah. great. You know, you, 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 you know, it's so, um, one more day. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. One more day, one month guys. Yeah. Go 
Yeah, and everyone always talks, you know, we talk about that reincarnation, that shifting who you are, the becoming of, but it's that, it's the habit. It, it change, change the habits, change character, change yeah. your life. It, it shifts the perspective of that, that personal reality is, is our personality that that's yeah. what built us. Those little things we did over years that we kept going, it's not a big deal. Not a big yeah. deal. I'll quit tomorrow. Well, the, the big, the biggest personality trait to being successful. Um, I would say two, two for me, one determination. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, not I'm not going to take no for an answer. And I know people say that, but it's, it's so simple. Like, I'm just going to do it. No, the biggest thing, no one is going to do anything for you. No one, not even your, your parents, they want to, but they're not, they can't do it for you. Whatever you want to do, you got to go do it. And that's, and that's when I, so I say determination, I just say, if you want to go freaking do something, just get off and watch this and say, Okay, I'm going to go do it, and I'm not going to stop until I have, I have it. It's done. Yeah. I don't write books. I've written two, but I don't write books. It, it's all, it's, that's all I'm saying. Like I don't. Yeah. I if you, I'm, English was my worst <laughs> subject in school, and this is a really good book. But it's because I'm so freaking determined. And guess what? There's hacks for everything. Utilize it. People are so scared of technologies. People are scared of chat GPT. People are scared of all these things. Guess what? Everything is a tool to make you be more successful. Mm -hmm. But make sure it's your voice. Make sure it's your thing. Use it as a tool. Use it as that. Use it. There's so many great ways to make your job so much easier. And you might not think something is is accomplishable, but it so is. Mm -hmm. Just write your 12 things down. Make them accomplishable. Make a couple in there. Clench your butt cheeks a little bit. But I do. do. I'll do my. So I have. I have one of these little things I keep close. It's the uh, the do it now, do it later list. Yeah. And and then I have a third that I'll mark down at the bottom, and it just says universe list. So I'll the stuff that I I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but things I I plan on, you know, the things that are going to happen, and I put those under universe list because while I can't I can't make that happen right now, it's it's all these combinations of little yeah. things. You'd be surprised in month three, four down the line, all of a sudden universe started knocking out some of these things for you. And you're like, holy shit. I mean, I wanted universe to take care of that. I didn't realize it was going to happen. Yeah. But that's what opens that little, that little spark, that seed, like they say, right? You plant that little seed that opens your expectation and your possibilities to shift the perspective of going, I can have what I want. I can do what I want. My wife, uh, her ongoing right now, and she's been doing it with Charlie, which of course she does it for me, which if you ever really want to make sure you're aware of something, you do tell your wife to remind you. Um, <laughs> I love you. And when Charlie says something like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Misha always goes, okay, well, let's switch the I can't to how can I? And now every time I do it, I'm going, how can I? I try to say it to myself before she yeah. hollers from across the room. Well, what what is something that you don't think you, you you've been telling yourself you can't do? Is there anything that you? Not necessarily. There there is a. I have been playing on whether I was going to produce another film on my own and. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily on my own because obviously you cannot produce anything on your own. On you your can own. Tr- try, uh, but. 
you can get it going on. You could get it going you on your own. You have to get it going. You on literally your have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to will it into the place of it's moving and going, and you have to will it to be finished. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've got the structure for for a couple films that that I've prepped in the past that I haven't gone back to grab, and every once in a while something happens that pops one of those films back in my face and I'm like hey hey even with the book it was a similar thing i had you know back in the day just going through acting training and stuff i i, I started stumbling upon this this understanding of this manifestation and this this you know fake it till you make it thing of yep. realizing what we're doing as actors is is truly getting to somewhat play god we're building this world building character and then allowing this character to live within the world without knowing that we've created all of it around it. We're literally kind of playing God. So what is stopping us then? And then when, you know, the secret and all these things came out, the basis of what that, that lessons what lesson was, was act as if it's real, but allow yeah. yourself to believe you already have. I spent years in class learning how to act as if it's real live in the moment of and believe that I already have. Yep. So when that, that combination came, I started structuring out the, the original, the first book, which was, you know, um, actor's gift to manifestation. And I, it sat on my computer for, I don't know how long. And my wife wasn't feeling so good and some, ended up being thyroid and some other things. And there was a integrative medicine doctor that I, I had found him, his wife and I kind of started chatting on Instagram back in the day and became good friends and when she ended up going through that, I was like, look, let's go check them out because there's – deal with it later. But I don't – there's not a, a lot of doctors that I enjoy having conversations with because it's usually just here. Let's throw some things at it and see what sticks, which is usually medications that give yeah. you all kinds of other issues to deal with. And I was like, I really want you to go check them out. So our first couple visits, I still go with her when she goes. He has a book. Um, I don't know if it's close to me or not. And oh, – hold on. Let me grab it. Little shout out here to uh, Mr. Trip Goolsby and Lene Goolsby, uh, but it's Think and Live Longer. The idea from the book when you start going through it is he helps you, one, start off with creating your perfect health image. Mm. And while we're doing things to, you know, change your eating habits, change things that you're doing, help you with maybe, you know, evening out the hormones or whatever else might be going on. His main focus is you come meet with him every two weeks and you work your way through the book of each of these laws of, of our universe that we, we basically have, which is a good portion of what my book is. When they started doing that, I'm like, that's, that's the health version of the fucking book that I've been sitting on for I don't know how long. And I was like. Let's do it. I have no excuses. There's, there's one was pandemic two, yeah, writer strike three, actor strike. I'm like, you literally have the world has shut down for you to do your thing. What, what's the excuse? And well, it took is, me that always going to be an excuse. Absolutely. I, I always, I always laugh internally when people go, yeah, but we're on a writer strike. I go, perfect. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? I don't know. Okay. Like I can't do anything. I'm like you could you could do literally whatever you want. Mhm. Mm and it just it just it, it's a hard it's hard to break that pattern of 
we're so uh, I'm waiting for auditions. I'm waiting for this. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, audition. we've I've we've spent years yeah. waiting, doing nothing aud- with our lives. <laughs> exactly. I haven't auditioned in four years, and I had my first audition literally two weeks ago, and it was a show that's like, hey, we need a host that's going to shoot this thing out in China, and I was like, great. Did it. Thought it was great, and they're like, oh, they were going a different direction, and for a moment, I was like. Oh, I hate this. I hate this <laughs> because I I have I've spent so long creating and not getting rejected, and and I was like I hate this. Yeah. Guess what? I'm so so I, I'm so it's so cool that someone even just put me up to that. And 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 what I mean by that is, I spent the last four years of my life becoming a good host. I was a horrible host. I wasn't even supposed to be hosting. My buddy Mike was supposed to be hosting. And he, he canceled last minute. And so I was like, I got it. And the first thing I did was this, this is LA show. And it was a little local show. And I was like, ah, uh, trying to do a stand up talking to camera. And I was like, we're here in LA. Welcome. And I thought <laughs> as an actor, I could do it. Uh, but the reality was I was, I was how did the, host. did that Borat accent come on yeah, automatically? Was, or I don't know where I went straight. <laughs> I went straight stupid. Um, but you know, I was not good and, and I was not good. And it took me, it took me four years to understand that hosting is simply just being so comfortable with your voice. And every time you are talking to the camera, know who you're talking to because every single show that you do is completely different. And that's the difference with the hosting compared to acting. Acting is I'm talking to you and I'm with this with you and you and me are doing this thing and I'm here and I'm here. Hosting is the same thing, but the camera is a whole different person. Mm-hmm. So when I'm hosting a show about vacation rentals, I know it's, 30 to 50 year olds, uh, skewed 60% men, uh, in this market. A lot of the times the guys are watching it after a sporting event. So it's like, Hey guys, what's going on? I know that that golf shot was pretty cool. Right now, if you want something else pretty cool, I know I have like the ultimate man bed. You got to check out as compared to if I'm talking to kids, we all know our dialogue changes when we talk to kids or if you're talking to someone older and, and that's the number one thing I always tell everybody is you have to get so comfortable with who you are that you also have to then the next version of that is like know who you're talking to yeah so if if the show is skewing older I was like all right we have some beautiful homes for you today now I know we've gone traveled through some of the most amazing parts of the world but now you know it's like and it's different instead of like my buddy right it's I'm informing you with information that I know you find intriguing down to talking to kids like do you guys like that all right, guys, that was a magical house. I can't wait to show you. You know, it's like, but that's it. It sounds so stupid, but that's just like in acting. You know, I see so many hosts uh, just trying to get past the words. Yeah. And that was my biggest shift is when the words are simply the tool to get you to where you need to go. Um, It's like you said, memorizing the lines. We all can see my first edition ever. They're like, he's great. He's green. I don't know what that means. It means you're reading lines and you're acting. And it just takes time. Like, you know, I, it's, we've seen it over and over again. And even who knows, maybe I'm a horrible host. I don't even know. I've been nominated for three uh, hosting Emmys and I've lost every single time. So maybe I'm like good, but not great. You know, it's like, but at the end of the day, like it's my voice. I don't care. I'm doing what I do and I love to do it. Like, you know, it's like, and that's it. Like I, I, you know, so that, that's, um, 
That's a really fun journey. It's, it's funny you say the maybe because you've used that a couple times of like the maybe, but maybe, but maybe, but maybe. Yeah. And uh, one of my friends that's that's well accomplished uh, as an actor, we were chatting the other day and he was like, you know, I was on the set with Benicio Del Toro and and of course, brilliant actor. And, and one of the things he will always do anytime someone's like, dude, that was a wonderful scene, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. He doesn't judge. He's not, he's like, I'm, I will not judge the take. I don't, I don't know the take went, maybe it was good. Maybe it wasn't. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, all I know is how prepared I am and how prepared I'm not. Right. <laughs> that we have control of. I, I know. I know that. That's it. And I know the difference. <laughs> I know the shows, the, 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 the shows I've directed that I've put a lot of energy in. And I know the shows that I've directed, the episodes I've directed, where I go, I did not put as much in as I probably should have. Yeah. Because of an excuse or a timing or a blah. Like, the only thing you can control is what I can control. The only person I can say maybe or maybe not to is myself based off how much energy I put into it. That's across the board. That's relationships. That's work. That's working out. That's the, should I eat a salad? Should I eat this? We all know the answer. Every single one of us knows the mm -hmm. answer. Every single one of us. You want to be in shape? You know the answer. Work out, eat right. You There's want to be no more magic successful pill. in your career? Work, create more things and the things that you want to create over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So you've created so many things that one day you have a pile of things that you created and you've gotten pretty dang good at creating it. And then maybe, just maybe, you'll get a chance of doing something. Also what? Maybe not. But if you base your value off the success that you got something, I can name 20 artists and painters in history that died and their work is now yeah. internal. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond it's, it's, and, but when they were alive, it was nothing. So then what's the point of doing it? And, and that yeah. was the, that was part of the stuff that I've un, un, unraveled when I wrote my first book was, was that kind of conversations of like, if you're doing it for the success, I can name 20 artists right now that were never successful when they were alive. And after they died, their work is some of the most iconic. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. And so, so why are you doing it? Why? And um, say that. Say the name of the first book again. And is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon. So the first book's just called Making It. Okay. Um, I have right here. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sexy. Very, I, I put a picture. Did, did I mention how good looking he is yet? I don't Photoshop. Think I... This is this is this is before I started my my second company. So I still had uh, no gray hairs. Uh, <laughs> no. But uh, this this one was um, to prove I could. That was it. Yeah. This was to prove I could. And that was like, is this good? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but the best, the best, the best, um, the best compliment I ever got off that was I, a mom bought it. For, uh, and she's like, my daughter's an actor and wants to be an actress. Um, and she's like, I read it and I just said, I was on the fence if, if I was going to let her go to LA and I'm letting her do it because I know my job as a mother is to just empower her to make the things that she wants to make. Mm. And I'm scared that she's going to be successful. But after reading it, I finally understood that it's, it's, a, it's universal, whether it's acting, whether it's starting a business yeah. or going to law school. She realized, she goes, she can go to stay here at home and start a business and that business can fail in six years. And does that make it more safe or not safe? And she goes, 
thank you for sharing that. Basically, I realized that we are all on the same journey and making it as universal from acting all the way to this, that to this. Everything has its own roadblocks. Everything has its this. A small business of someone making cookies is just an idea in their head. Yeah. And I want to make cookies because I love making cookies and I want to make a cookie shop. and I'm going to make these cookies and I can see the cookies in my head and da, 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 da. And then you have to figure out how to do the business side of it. Guess what? So that's, that's acting. That's hosting. That's the business. There's no difference. It's just Mm-mm. you got to make that first cookie. It's an idea. It's an idea. Whether you run with it or not makes the difference. Are you yeah. going to make that idea physical or is it going to stay not? in the ether somewhere? And that's why I say it's universal across not just the industry of, of yeah. entertainment. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's our whole world. That's it. So if you have an idea, just go make it. Like simple. It doesn't have to be great. And Tell don't overthink first, it. The first movie I ever did, I don't ever want to know or tell anybody what it is. Ditto. We luckily have, you know, the old school stuff of VHS. You can't really find most of our original stuff. Like, you no. got to go search for it. I, I do have our first uh, on-screen share together. Um, if I find it in time before I, I release this one, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll put a clip in there. Or you don't. Or you don't have to. I don't know. Maybe maybe you do. Maybe (laughs) maybe they want to see you shaving your chest. Maybe they don't. They might. You know, it was pretty before I did chest workouts. So it was a little tiny. It was tiny. Oh, yeah. It was uh, early on. Yeah, it was early on in my workout there. But no, man, I I, uh, that's it. That's my journey. That's where I'm at. That's what I've been doing. Um, Thanks for, you know, thanks for sharing with me. I think that is a perfect place to wrap it up. And, and And if I... If I let this go without saying all of us has had those moments that said, maybe this industry is not for me, I would be lying. I've probably had about three of those at least. Here's my, here's my nugget of that is everything you do in life, acting, small business, a relationship. You're going to have that thought of maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm done. What am I doing here? And if you can just say, why did I do this? Why did I jump into this? What is it? I fell in love with this person. I always dreamed of starting a cookie company. I just wanted to travel for a living and, and show people what traveling is on television, whatever it is. If you remember the impetus of why you started it, never let it go. Because guess what? The grass isn't always greener. Mm -hmm. Things aren't always better. You're just going to jump into something else. And at some point you're going to run into that same question of maybe what am I doing here? And it will come up again. So if you're determined and you're dedicated to that, the sweet isn't so sweet without the sour. It's one of my favorite lines. Stick in it, stay in it, fight for it, believe in it, know it's always different than what you imagine, and just freaking love the crap out of it and be like that stupid little dog and just love every minute and be present, you know? And that's, and and that's, as we, that's it. As we wrap up on that one, show me the second book one more time. It'll when do, is it hitting Amazon soon? When does that come out? This book, Frankie's Note. Yeah, uh, I have the author's copy, not for resale, as one would see. 
Um, this is getting launched November 1st. This and the audiobook. Uh, the great thing about this book, I always tell people, it's it's an hour read, five pages per chapter. Um, so if you want to just spend a read chapter to your kid, it's five pages. Um, it's easy to get through. I've added pictures in it, illustrations. Yeah, I love that. It's fun. Um, it's for you know, it's for people that you know, it's still like fifty something pages, sixty pages. So it's still something that you have to get through. But five, you know, five pages, one day. We'll have to check because I think I think a I think a kids book might be in my future, especially having Charlie. It's just you know you you can't help but to want to go into those imagination places. No, because you just want to share it, and I'm telling you, it's fun. Yeah, and, and I challenge you if you if you if you say you think you want to do it, don't even think about it. Just okay. do it. Okay, okay, committing right now. I'm not saying kids book. Think, just say no, there's no shit. I'm thinking about it. I heard you, babe. Stop. You're like, get, get but that's <laughs> but that's where the idea spawns from. Do you hear? Do you yeah. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Spawns from talking to someone like, oh, that's kind of cool. I want to write a kids book because I think that'd be really cool to create a world, and I have so many tools and tips that basically will make your life so much easier at writing a book. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're not here to do it on your own. No. Have you, you know, you, you understood what it took to write your first book. I have the skills and tool sets available and I really should just probably at one point I should mother. Ah, see, I? I have the ability to like, if I did a course about teaching people how to get, something on a television, I could do that course. If I have someone about how to write a book, there's so many quick, fast ways to have you write a book. Do you know that you can go have someone narrate your entire book for you for under $400? And you can work with them as a director. So you can create a fictional book and have someone create the audio book for $400. You know me. I've got so many damn voices in my head. I'd want to do all of the voices. I, I understand, but at one point <laughs> you start realizing there's only, there's only one of you. Yeah, but he's got so many voices in his head that won't, he, okay. He is. See, and, and, and that's the thing. I, I wanted to do it, but I, I dropped my ego when it was a kid's book, and I said, I have a deep, I know who I am. My voice is like, <laughs> hi, welcome. Yeah. Welcome, you know, it's like, welcome to the show. It's like, I know my voice. Now, if I did a horror book, different <laughs> story. Or but one for with a kid's Borat. book, I wanted it to be this magical type of voice that allowed the audience to jump into it and kids could resonate to it. It's kind of like, you know, he's an adult ish maybe, but fun. And, and so there's so many fun ways that you can write a book and I can help you, uh, navigate that so much faster, cost effectively, yeah. understanding that Fiverr is your friend, that these little, like if I get, I can give you six sites and you can make a book for under 1500 bucks. Wow. That's it. And it's, you know, everything and and um and there and and that's one thing that's a, it's a tool you don't know till you know yeah yeah i love so. that the 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 you the the things i know the things i know i don't know and the things i don't know that i don't know when yeah. you can the realize you how know, huge you don't even know, no you don't even know it yet yeah that's it that's <sighs> life that's it that's life life is things you don't even know you don't even know it yet what's going to happen tonight tomorrow the next day and that's that literally is what life is. Um, As always, yeah. Love you, my brother. Pleasure catching up. Thank you. Uh, if you uh, if you do a show about New Orleans, where you come check out the puke in the streets or how to stay safe I am from gunfire. I'm shooting in New Orleans next week. No. Yes, sir. Are you really? 
I will be out there next Monday and Tuesday. All right. Well, then you can come outside of New Orleans to the Metairie area where it's safe and come have dinner with me or something. I am. Uh, we're there Monday, Tuesday. Then we're driving up to the Gulf Coast. I don't know uh, where that lands in the world. <laughs> where that goes. <laughs> I just know that goes a long way. It does. The Gulf Coast goes a very long way. But we All are the way there. to Florida. Yep. So uh, it's going to be a very it's long episode. Beautiful beaches along the way, though. Yeah. And cool little towns. Uh, Ocean Springs is – I shot a film there called Mississippi River Sharks. Uh, but Ocean Springs is this little little place right across from Biloxi in Mississippi. Yeah. And just the coolest – like you'd swear you're you're on a little, you know, L.A. area, a little, little beach town off. Like it's great. If you, if you swing through there, check it out. It's a cool little town. Well, I will be there next week, so I'll give you a ring. All right. Do so. All right, Love you, man. Bye. Love you guys. If you are enjoying the conversation and would like to learn more about our acting and spiritual connection, go to thedeanwest.com and there is a course that dives a little more into the understanding of our universal connection. It then goes into a beginner acting course that is great for actors and any human that wants to learn a new way of approaching their manifestation journey. My first book, The Actor's Gift to Manifestation, is live on Amazon and there will be a digital version on my website. And stay tuned as The Actor Alchemist will be coming out very soon, followed by the actor's reconstruction of beliefs and empowering perspectives. 